Before we get started, today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com disciples. This is Diapers and Disciples, Episode 6. On Diapers and Disciples, we're talking about living out the Great Commission as a mom. I'm Amber O'Hearn, and today I'm chatting with Michelle Jackson about memorizing scripture as a family. Memorizing scripture is so important because it helps us to understand the Word of God, to write His words on our heart, to soak in His Word more deeply in our prayer, and to be able to call upon His Word in our life and in our family. Friends, today Michelle is sharing how she reflects on the Word of God each morning with her children and also how the Lord has worked in her throughout her life. Thanks so much for listening in. Here is my chat with Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Thanks so much for joining me today. Hello. It's good to be here. I'm so excited to chat with you because, as I mentioned to you a few minutes ago, I um, had been looking for someone who has been doing scripture memory with their family, with their kids, and has been able to kind of keep it up and um, find out, you know, what works and so I'm really excited to talk to you because I, uh, I love scripture memory. <laughs> a, little, a little background uh, on me. I um, was first introduced to the idea of scripture memory uh, through a college ministry called um, The Navigators. Are you familiar with Mm-mm. them at all? No, I haven't oh. heard of that. One. Okay, so it's a, it's a college campus ministry, and um, they use... Uh, the topical memory system system for memorizing um, scripture verses. And um, so in college, that was really my first introduction to scripture memory. Um, I didn't really keep up with it until um, I served as a missionary um, with an organization called Net Ministries, and they really encouraged um, the teams of missionaries to really do scripture memory uh, for our own like spiritual benefit, but also in order to be able to share the gospel and offer encouragement to other people. So um, since then, <laughs> I try to be consistent, um, but I fall short quite a bit <laughs> and find myself having to go back and rememorize verses. And um, but it's always been something that I've really loved. And uh, I'd love to start introducing my uh, three-year-old, especially, to mm-hmm. some scripture verses. So um, that's a little background on my experience with scripture memory. But um, I would love to hear from you um, in terms of um, what it was like for you. Did, you. did you love scripture growing up? And did you grow up in a Christian home that, that read the Bible regularly? Actually, no, I did not. Um... I grew up in probably what most people would consider a dysfunctional family. <laughs> um, my father was an alcoholic, and so there was kind of a, I think, some control in that aspect of not necessarily needing to go to church or going to church. With that being said, though, my mother um, was raised in a Christian home, and her father was a Baptist preacher. So she had that, you know, laid that, that foundation within her. Um, so there was a few times that we had visited churches and when we would come home and visit her family we would go to church Hmm. so it was a time when they were going through some hardships and we moved back to the area where her family's from and they were going through a separation and we lived with those her parents and we began to go to her church so when I was about 12 years old I did um, give my life to the Lord and I believe it was sincere um looking back on that, but, um, I didn't really get established in it, you know, or necessarily discipled. And when I reached my teenage years, I kind of decided to, you know, turn away and do my own thing and get into some rebellion. So for me personally, I did not grow up with that foundation. Um, I don't know if you want to ask the next question or kind of, this kind of leads into the next question, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, um, yeah, that would lead into my next question of then how were you introduced to the Bible and um, where did that love of scripture then come from? Yes, I um, then just going through, you know, dealing with things. My, I'm trying to keep this simple and short, but, you know, it's the testimony. It's kind of intertwined. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I, I just went through some really hard times personally, got my heart broken. Um, and I, but I had that foundation there from whenever I did give my life to the Lord. So I knew the truth. I just, um, in that aspect, you know, I, I knew that I was created by God. I knew that he loved me and that he died for me and he had something more for me, but I knew I was in rebellion and that those two did not mix. But it was, um, the Lord just really intervened and I'm sure it was my grandparents praying and all those things, you know, um, the power of prayer, but he spoke to me pretty clearly at one point and, um, said I needed to make a choice. It was like, I had kind of been on the fence and the fear of God came and I immediately repented, got out of the situation I was in and just radically, you know, gave my life to the Lord Mm -hmm. and knew that there was more. So I began to really seek him. I, um, drove like an over an hour away to find a church that was alive and really teaching, um, the truth, you know, and power. (laughs) And it was through that experience that I, I knew that God, um, you know, could use, use a life, whether it was messed up or not. And, you know, in, in the mainstream society, you think, okay, you have to graduate, you go to college and you just, you know, it's kind of like um, the expectation. And I had kind of failed in that. I, I failed in college. So I almost, in a sense, kind of felt like a loser, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I was I was to a point of just really broken and just desperate. I, I wanted the Lord to use me. I wanted my life to belong to him completely. And the first opportunity that was brought to me was um, missions. And mm-hmm. somebody came and they said, you know, Michelle, would you like to go to India? And I immediately knew that was an answer to prayer. So that was my first step is I trained and I prepared to go on this missions trip. And once I went on this missions trip and experienced, um, you know, seeing just the masses brought into the kingdom, that was it for me. I knew I was made for missions. You know, I knew this, mm-hmm. this was my purpose. That's why I wasn't satisfied and anything else, you know? Mm. So that's where it led. I came back home and, um, I got introduced to a Bible college and that's where I got established in the word of God. And that's where, um, I began to receive the training and, you know, um, memorizing the scripture. It was required and it was pretty intense. Like they, you know, they had a lot that you had to memorize and you had, you were quizzed on it. Um, so that's kind of, for me personally, where it began to be established because okay. um, there was the required reading and then the memorization. Okay. Too. And then uh, going back. So when you um, had that realization, like, okay, I need to make a choice one way or, or the other, um, you know, where my life is headed. Um, was it the encouragement? I know you said it was, you know, the prayer, a testament to the prayers that uh, people were saying for you, but, um, was there any sort of like community or fellowship that kind of brought you into that? Or was it really just, um, no, it was okay. the Lord just intervened because, wow. you know, some people, they think they can just play around with it or they can kind of compromise. And I think the Lord, he, he is very merciful and everybody's mm-hmm. situation is different, but I, 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 for me, I think it just came to a point that he, he just, it was like the fear of God just came. It was so clear. Like, this is it, Michelle, you're done. You got to make a choice. Who are you going to serve? You know? Mm, beautiful. Yeah. And so then um, when you were at this Bible college and were required to uh, memorize scripture, uh, was it something that you took to immediately? Like, did you see the importance of it or? Uh... I, I was, I was radically on fire for the Lord. So I was willing to do whatever. I do not consider myself academically inclined so it was completely out of my, you know, comfort zone in that aspect. I was even so, um, like, I guess kind of hurt with, with the, the whole, like going to school and being successful with all that, that I, I had a hard time reading out loud. That's how mm-hmm. like locked up I was, but the Lord just, you know, when you, when you surrender yourself like that, um, anything is possible. And he really just began to break those areas off of me and, I, I was like always required to re- read out loud or I would volunteer to read out. I mean, it was just like totally out of my comfort zone, but there was just increase as I began to step out with that. And like I said, it was very, very intense. A lot of people that even were successful in college felt like this workload academically was heavier than in, in regular college. But I excelled at it, I think, just because 
um, you know, when he calls you, he, he quips. Mm -hmm. And so even though it seemed like impossible or a lot, um, especially for me and my background, um, the word is alive. And yes, it just, as you begin to, you know, receive the word and go forward in faith, it just, you know, amplifies and grows and, you know, the love that you have for the word of God and for him. Mm. Wow, that's so beautiful. And that's so true that when he calls us to something that he equips us. <laughs> I know that's been true in my life, and I'm sure the listeners can relate to that as well. Um, so then have you been doing, have you been memorizing scripture since then? Or um, has it been an off and on thing? For myself personally, not yes. really. I just, um, you know, I stay in the word of God, but as far as mm -hmm. being systematically memorizing scripture, not so much. Okay. So, with my children. <laughs> right. Okay. So, um, so I'm guessing you had like a foundational, like number of verses, um, just so you have like things to pull from personally and also to be able to share. Um, and then once you had that established, it's now just what you do with your family. Is that, is that right? Not really. I, um, the, actually the Bible college I went to was focused on missions and children's ministry. Oh, so okay. through that again, that's might be a whole different podcast. I don't know. Oh, that's okay. I, but, feel free to share. I'd love to yeah, hear. I, um, I actually had no desire to have children. I thought I wasn't good with children. Wow. Um, children didn't like me. I mean, I never babysat in my life. I was completely ignorant to it all. And I, I just was selfish. Um, but again, through that same Bible college and just being in a place of surrender, um, we were trained and prepared for children's ministry. So you are taught the value and what the word of God says about children. So again, that was an area in my heart that I had to repent from. And, um, you know, just the Lord brought a tender place there in a mm -hmm. revelation of the value of children. And then, um, the Lord led me to marriage. So I knew going into marriage, you know, obviously marriage can equal babies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I knew, I, I knew there was an area that I had to be willing. So it was mm. kind of like just dying to the flesh type thing, you know? Yeah. Um, and the Lord did really, I mean, like I said, that's probably a whole different thing because there's a lot of testimony in that, but, um, he, he did, he just, over and over again, just changed my heart. And, um, after the first baby, you know, things were obviously different cause I was no longer ignorant and I, you know, he just fills you with such a love for them. And so I I'm willing just to, whatever his will is for our family. So here I am being said, going from zero to now I have seven babies. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, yeah. So I'd love to, so the ages of your children, how old is your oldest right now? 11. Okay. And your youngest is how old? 15 months. Okay. Wow, that's great. That's beautiful. And I love how the Lord, um, you know, we pray for something or we think a certain way about something and the Lord either changes our circumstances or changes our heart <laughs> in a lot of ways. And yes. um, I love that he just changed your heart in that yes. way. And that's so beautiful. With that, he, we were given vision for the children, like, you know, that they are, they are part of the body of Christ. They, um, you know, they're three in one you know, they're made in the image of God, you know, they're three ones. So they have a spirit too, you know, they, they can receive from the Lord. So all that was imparted to me. So that's what I had in me before I got married and before I had children. So it just kind of bled over into that. And so that is my background. And that is my passion within my family is that they would know the Lord and have a relationship with him in that level and be used of the Lord. So I think that that has really you know, made a difference in our home. And um, I also homeschool them. So I have a lot of freedom with that. I know one of your questions um, goes into when did you start? And here's the truth. And this is awesome. I hope you guys can hear this and, and receive this. But um, even from whenever I was pregnant, because my husband, he, uh, that, he's a big part of this. He was raised in a Christian home. He, he is so incredibly rich in the word of God. Like he is my, mm -hmm. the source. Like if I can't think of a reference really quick, I can go to him immediately. So I, I do have that within the home too, which is, you know, so incredibly thankful for. And, you know, just, just, oh man, I can go on and on. That's amazing. That. Yeah. Very, very thankful. Um, 
so when I was pregnant, he began to read the word because he would during his time in the evening when he'd be reading, he would read over the baby. And oh, so that, that's where it was established, to be honest. It really was. When I was thinking about this and thinking back, I really believe that's where it was established, even in the womb, you guys. And there's how we know God's word is living and it's powerful. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, even even the prayer, you know, your prayer, but even just the reading of word of God is this is to me is it's powerful, you know, and can be um, do things that we might not fully understand. So it's by faith, really. But um, as soon as that, that baby was born, even in the hospital, um, we had we had CDs and it wasn't even we weren't strategic about it. It wasn't planned. We just had it. We had scripture CDs and we would play them. And it just for us was peaceful. And and then I just loved it for the, for him. His name is Ethan. Mm-hmm. And so he liked it, like, because that's how he grew up. I mean, from a baby, he, we would play those scripture CDs for him when he would go to bed. And um, when I started to do the homeschooling and I had three children by then, I mean, of course, when you're first time mom, you're just crazy and you start teaching them when they're itty bitty, you know, (laughs) whenever this realization came to me personally, um, he was, I had three that I was teaching at the time and he would be, he was like, when I would be going to do the scripture reading with them initially, like that's how our, I'll, I'll share a little bit of that in a minute, but how we kind of do our routine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was reading and I noticed he was like talking and it was out of character for him because he usually wasn't, you know, disruptive. And I was just like getting ready to correct him. But the Lord, like, I really felt like I wasn't supposed to. So I started paying attention, you guys, and started listening in. And what he was doing is he was completing what I was saying. So it just blew me away that he knew the word of God that well. And so for him, it was almost like, you know, a game almost, you know, it would trigger, it would trigger his memory and he would be able to complete some of those scriptures. And I was just, wow. I mean, I was wowed. And I was just like, Lord, this is the fruit of him hearing the word of God like that. That's what it was. Cause at that point I wasn't doing, um, a bunch of memorization. I mean, maybe just little cute things here and there. Cause you know, they were still pretty little. Um, but that, I knew that wasn't from that. This was different. This was just from him listening to it like that. So that's exciting to me. Wow. That is, that's beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) It, it honestly, it's giving me goosebumps, Michelle, just hearing you tell that story about, um, yeah, your children being prayed over in the womb by your husband. That's beautiful. I love it. And, um, then just continuing with them, (laughs) even though, you know, it wasn't something you were necessarily trying for, like, oh, my child will memorize the scripture, but yeah. he was just completing the sentences as you were just yes. praying that over him. That's beautiful. I love it. And um, he he is, um, the Lord has blessed him. He's a little, he is definitely more academically inclined. He learned how to read pretty young. Um, so he's just kind of, even on his own, had a love of the word of, you know, word of God and taking his own initiative. And, and he's faithful to read also. But as far as the memorization, this is where I would like to get to is just kind of share a little bit of how I've been led. And I want to encourage everybody, too, that really every family is different and we can definitely glean from others and learn from others. But, you know, you dare not compare. Um, and I, I, my passion is for people to find and hear from the Lord what, what it is that he's requiring of them, because he sees the beginning to the end and he knows what each child is, needs to be equipped for. Mm-hmm. And what, what he's going to call them to do. So that's exciting, you know, to trust the Lord in that level and and um, be open to the call of God in their lives and what that may be for them, you know. And he might, he might just re- reveal just a small portion or he might reveal something in their heart, you know. So just be open to that and be listening to what your children are saying and um, allow the leading of the Lord, I think, for your family is the highest. But for our family, um, I was I was just led to really each morning I, I um, give a little time. Um, that's another nugget for mothers that are crazy busy. Um, you might not have time to fast and pray and set aside a half an hour, hour and be faithful with that every day. Um, if, if you are, if you are able to keep that strict of a schedule, that's awesome. I'm not saying that you shouldn't. And if that's what God's requir- requiring, amen. But for me, I, I wasn't able to keep that steady, you know, 
So um, I pray all day long. I'm, I'm, I'm just praying in and out, you know, just doing the regular things. I hear from the Lord in and out all day long. And, um, and I, I feel like in the season that, that I'm in, the, the Lord is, um, he's pleased with me. I guess that, is that, that would be the way to say it. Like he, I'm not in trouble because I'm not spending um, a half an hour every single day or an hour, you know what I mean? Laboring in prayer right. every day. Um, because I'm connected with him throughout the day and I, I respond to him. If he wants us to stop and pray, we stop and pray. Or if he wants me to minister, um, to a child and be in this situation and the circumstance I, I do, I lay everything down and I'll do that. And, and I think, um, parents can miss a lot whenever, um, they're not open to the leading of the Lord in their home. Like, mm -hmm. especially like you said, a lot of these are coming from ministry. I just want to encourage you guys so much that ministry in your home is 24 seven. It is like never stopping. And it really, to me, it is like, um, you know, ministering, pastoring, all those things that you think of in the, in the different offices or the different, um, you know, titles, I guess you would say within the, the church or whatever you want to call that. It, it is in the home too, you guys, it really is ministry 24 seven. And the Lord knows their little hearts and I am blown away sometimes at the ministry that he'll lead into or the needs that they'll have. If, if you will just respond, you know, when the Lord prompts it to you, don't push it away. Don't, um, think it away. Think, Oh, they're too little for that. Oh, that, that can't really be true. Um, you know, just really be obedient. I would say to the Lord. And as you're obedient, you're going to get stronger and stronger in it. And you're going to get freer in it. It is, I think as parents, sometimes it's hard to discern between the flesh because they're, they're our own children and we can, um, almost miss it easily with them thinking that they're just, um, you know, in the, in the flesh all the time, but it's not true. Sometimes they're, they are children and they're going to be childlike, but I'm telling you what they hear from, they can hear from God and they can respond to the things of the Lord. And you can miss those moments of tenderness, those moments that, um, that they're needing for you just to stop and pray with them or just, you know, use that moment to bring some training or discipleship, um, you know, with them. I hope that, I hope I'm making that clear. Do you have yes. any questions or? I am, Michelle, I'm just loving this. Um, uh, yes. Let me ask you one thing. How do you feel? Um, I guess, how can we be more attentive to those promptings of the Holy Spirit? Like you were talking about, how can we be um, more open in our day to hearing the Lord? Yes. One main thing is just to ask the Lord for it. Just ask him for it. Say, you know, Lord, I, I want my home to be an open heaven. I want to um, not quench your spirit at any time. You know, keep me because we all mess up. We fail all the time. That was one thing the Lord had to I had to humble myself very, very early on and, and know that I'm not going to be the perfect mother. I am going to mess up. I'm going to fail, but he can he cannot fail. And I'm going to trust him in my motherhood. I'm going to trust him that he's going to make up those areas. And, um, you know, so I think just asking him and saying, God, I want to surrender that all that to you and ask that you would speak, you know, mm -hmm. and he knows how to speak to us. That's the beautiful thing. We are, we're different. And some of us, you know, it may be through a different person. It may be through a song. It may be, um, you know, just high, he might highlight something throughout the day. Um, but he knows how to get our attention. So I think if we're willing, you know, and we at, we're asking for it, we're going to begin to recognize it. And as you do, you get stronger and stronger. It's, it's just that relationship that you have with him, you know, and knowing his voice, um, you know, we're all growing in that. And, and as you do that, you'll get stronger. But I, I do think as parents, it is easy to dismiss it in motherhood because um, you almost separate it. You almost think this is just the normal life. I know I did for a lot of years because I thought, um, you know, I was called, obviously I'm called to missions and I was so excited when my husband and I got married because I thought we were going to go on missions trips together and continue in that ministry. Mm -hmm. And the Lord just did it. We got pregnant and pregnant and pregnant, you know, it just went a different direction and he felt right. led, you know, to be bringing in the provision. And so I was still striving and fighting for us going on 
missions, you know, still going overseas. And um, I, I was a little bit caught up in that and I would get down about it for years and years because I just really thought, I'm, what am I doing? I'm just living in this normal life. Like, this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. So it was hard for me um, at times to recognize, you know, and it still is because you live with them 24-7. It's just like anybody else, you know, when you get so familiar, you see the faults or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and to, to still value them, who they are in Christ. It's the same for your children. You know, they are um, part of the body and they are in Christ and they are should have respect as a sister and brother in Christ um, at times. So, um, yeah, I would, I would say mainly asking the Lord just to help you to have discerning, to be able to discern the the difference. And the thing is, is when, once you open yourself up to that and your parenting, um, the Lord will correct you. It's amazing. I can remember the first few times when Ethan was just little and I was like, wow, God, you love Ethan so much (laughs) because it would be so clear. I would get so convicted. Like I would start to get upset with him about a situation or whatever. I would get so convicted. And I'm like, wow, God, you love him. You know, like the correction was coming fast. And I I think, yeah, it's just trusting him with all of that. And he will do it. He will, he will totally do it. Because sometimes it's not that they're they're purposefully being bad or even in sin. It's that they're a child. And sometimes we forget what it's like to be a child. And we, we assume that their motives are one direction. It's, it's not easy, you guys. It's not easy to discern whenever it's um, rebellion or disobedience or when it's they're just being childlike and foolish, you know. Mm. But um, there's times in those moments, though, that he will lead you with wisdom. I guess that's the other thing, too. Ask for open heaven. Ask the Lord to, you know, correct you, you're, that you're willing for him to lead you in your motherhood. Ask the Lord... Um, to give you discernment and wisdom, 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 wisdom. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. Just as you get before, you know, um, a group to minister or to preach, you know, the Lord will fill you um, with with what you need in your heart and, the, you know, the word that he has for the people. He will do the same thing with your children. He will fill you with a word for your child in that moment that is needed and you know it's not you. You know it's the anointing. You know it's the Lord in that moment. And it's it's you get to minister. You get to lead in wisdom. And you get to pray in that area. And it's so fruitful. More than us just, you know, nagging or, um, you know, trying to do it in our own wisdom. Wow, that's beautiful. Um, I want to ask you about a few things. I, I love what you were saying about how um, the Lord's voice is might come to us differently based on who we are because the Lord knows us. So whether it's through music or, um, you know, something else, because he knows us and he knows how we're going to hear him and, and receive him. I think that's so beautiful. Um, I wanted to ask you, um, about how you remember him throughout your day. I, I love what you said about, um, asking him, asking for the grace, asking him for the wisdom. Um, and then practically just when you're, you know, um, getting breakfast for the kids or, um, yes. you know, changing diapers or whatever it is, how, how do you remember him in that? Yeah, well, I, I'm just, you know, praying and, um, you know, praying throughout the day, praying in the spirit, you know, just really praying and, and just responding to his leading. The whole point I, I brought that up was to come back circle to how I am led to start my day in our homeschooling. Mm. So for me, even though it may just be a few minutes, I'm telling you, he is so faithful. Sometimes I get discouraged because there's all these other obstacles. There's all these other, you know, things that seem big to us, you know, messes or whatever before I can get started. And I'm running my, can see my clock just ticking, ticking, ticking. And the time pressure starts to come on. And I'm like, man, I'm not going to have enough time, you know, to prepare or to spend with the Lord. But I'm telling you, if you just give him a few minutes, this is how he's led me. I have my children when they know I'm getting ready to start school. And I personally was public schooled. So I have, that's all I knew, you know, mm-hmm. I have them go upstairs or wherever, and they know that they need to go get their, their Bibles and be ready. And they wait and they wait for the bell to ring. So that gives me my time. Even if I am gathering things or doing whatever I need to do, I'm praying. 
-hmm. and I'm asking the Lord, I might have an agenda, but I'm always open to him changing it. And so if he gives me a quickening for a different scripture, um, something else to read, sometimes I'll switch. We might be a song that we're supposed to start out with, or maybe we're supposed to pray about some, like our nation or, you know, just something specific. I am always open to, um, going with that first rather than fulfilling my curriculum or my, you know, schedule. And so I, once I feel like I'm, I'm, I, um, am come, like, I feel like, you know, like I said, it can sometimes only be a couple of minutes. It just blows my mind. I'm like, this is the mercy of God. I'm telling you, it's but you, those of you that minister, you know, sometimes you have to labor in prayer and separate yourself <laughs> until you get that release. And it is, it's hard sometimes like you are sweating it, you know, before you're going to go out and minister. It's not like that. It's like the, the God is just so merciful to me. He knows mm-hmm. that I am beyond myself busy and he will just boom, give it to me. He will download me so fast. That I, I just rejoice. I'm like, wow, this you're so faithful, God. I just love it. And oh, that God. for me is all I need. I am so excited. I know that I am um, full of purpose for that day. That for me personally, that's how I thrive. Um, to be able to give out to them. I have something to give for, for them. So I will ring the bell. They come. They're real excited. We have this one table that we gather around and they'll have, they need to have their Bibles. And I have a couple basic, you know, rules for the, that's what I call school time. And for us, then we'll start. So if I do have a leading with something, I will lead out with that and then go into the other things I kind of consider routine. So for us, kind of the routine would be reading in the scripture. Now, some of mine are getting older. Sometimes I will feel led to let them actually read both portions of it. But usually mm-hmm. I will read. This is the cool thing about the word of God. You guys, as you're reading the word of God, he will highlight things. He might, bring a remembrance of um, something that you have learned before or something that you have experienced before, um, a testimony of from your life, your husband's life, whatever. And you go with that. You don't quench that. When that comes to you, you share that with your children. And the fruit is just tremendous. You know, just even in the word of God, you don't, I mean, sometimes I have systematic reading schedules, you know, and those are good too, but don't be rigid with it. If the Lord prompts you to a different area in the word of God, it's okay. You know, you're, you're not bound to that, um, schedule and just know that there's, um, freedom to do that, you know, and it's, Mm -hmm. it's very, very fruitful. And to me, it's exciting. Um, or some, a lot of times, especially as your children get a little bit older, you said your oldest is three. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is when they begin to get a little bit older. Um, they'll have questions and even like five-year-olds. I mean, they will have questions that will blow you away. You would never mm-hmm. expect them to be able to comprehend the word of God to that level or have any curiosity in some of those directions. And you are needed. Like that is the biggest thing that you can give your children is your time. They need their parents. Our children need our parents and it, it will blow you away. There's nothing that can compare to that um, time that you give that's undivided because I'm, I'm able, I'm blessed. I'm able to be at home. I'm at home. Like I said, I'm home 24 seven. I'm a homeschool mom and you can live with these guys and you can be so busy that you don't ever really spend time with them. That's the truth. Mm -hmm. And, but whenever you separate yourself and you say, I have a job to do and you shut everything else down and you give them that time, you will be blown away at the needs that they have. Sometimes their hearts are broken over situations that happen even within the family, little things that we would not think twice about, but their heart is needed. They, they need the Lord to flood them with his love at that moment. And we will stop. Like if somebody, um, has a question, obviously, you know, we'll, we'll go into that. Sometimes somebody will begin to cry. You guys, they will begin to break and cry just with reading the word of God because conviction hits, or maybe because there's an area that they're wounded in. And we will stop and we will let it happen. We will allow the Lord just to minister. So then we'll, we'll, we'll pray for him. And my children will all lay hands and we'll pray for that sibling. Then sometimes it will lead to other things. It's just beautiful. And it's not that way every single day. But um, it to me, that's the highest is to allow those moments and that time to really minister to your children at a really deep level, um, you know, each day. Because God, God knows what they're needing more than we do, but we do have a routine. And so for us, like I said, it will be some, you know, some type of reading of the word. Then we'll have 
usually um, a song or so. That's going to help you guys with your little ones to keep their attention. And um, then we have the memorization. Here we go. We're getting to the whole point, right? I <laughs> know. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> I love it. So again, um, I did have some, I do have some things that are kind of like more towards within certain curriculums or whatever that's more geared toward ages. I have always been led to include my whole family, even if they're not um, technically in school. That's how the Lord has led me because they're all so excited. They all want to be a part. And I figure, why would I take that away from them? So even my babies, you guys, I will have like the, the, my other children are in their little chairs around the table. And I don't know if there's a place to share pictures because I could um, later, but even my babies, I will have them in a swing as close as I can get um, to the table. And it, even though it might not be so much for them, obviously I can still see them and take care of them, but the other children value it. Like they want them there. Like if they were not there, they wouldn't understand. They would be disappointed that, that baby wasn't there for that time. Um, and then, you know, it just depends on their development. Then it might change, you know, to a different hang. Well, I like the hanging chairs that hang on the table. Um, and, you do have to come up, be a little bit creative with them sometimes as far as something that they can have in their hands. And you will learn as you go, you know, what's going to work for you. But I will have them there at least through the time that we spend with the Lord. And then as much as a teaching as they will, as they want to, basically, then usually you have your mid-morning nap time that hits. So then I let, you know, like the little ones go take their nap. Then the other ones will be a little bit longer. And then when I feel like their attention span is done, I let them go to the play, you know, upstairs to play or whatever. Um, but at least, I, I don't know, I think it's really made a huge difference for us to have the expectation that everybody is there as a family because you see the fruit of it. You see the fruit of it. Like when they go to church, they know how to sit. They know how to enjoy, you know, hearing the service and stuff like that. Um, so I think it's been good. Looking back, it's been good training for them in many, many different levels. And then again, with the scripture, memory, the memory, it's the same thing. They're just, I don't require it of the little ones, but they want to do it because, um, like when they were real, like if I was in your position, I would be doing fun things. You know, you can, there's lots of little, you know, books or things that make it a little bit more simple. I like, you know, to sing it. The Lord will give you little ditties. You know, it doesn't have to be, um, something that was, originated from somebody else, you can come up with little ditties that go with it, little motions that go with it. And think the cool thing is whenever you're with your own children, I think us as parents, we're so much more free because we're, we don't have to perform. You know, we don't have to be perfect with everything. Our, I don't know if you're gifted with the voice or not, but there may be mothers out there that are not. You don't have to be gifted with the voice. It doesn't matter. They, those babies love you and they love your voice. <laughs> Great. Um, or same thing with emotions. You don't have to be a beautiful, wonderful dancer you know, don't let any of those things hold you back. Just, just be free and just do it. You know, it's fun for them. Um, the, doing it with the motions and a little ditty definitely made a huge difference when they were little. They can memorize so much. It would blow you away. Um, so that's kind of how I started when I was, they were little. But even now that I have older ones and I'm doing things that are deeper, those little ones still will do it. It will blow you. It will just blow you away how much like we learned um one time I and mean, we have a, we have all throughout because of the different curriculums or different things we're learning about they have little shorter ones that maybe the older ones are learning um they're writing and and learning that way but outside of that um the ones that we do as a family unit i think are are so powerful and that's what i kind of had in my heart for today to give vision to is that you can do it with all of them um and just grow on that. Maybe you're going to start out with just a couple or one verse, you know, even, but then just, you know, I once I get that one verse, okay, let's, let's this week learn the next one. And that happened with us and they learned all of Psalm 34. And I'm trying to remember how old my oldest one was. I want to say he was, I'll have to verify it with Jared cause he's really good with remembering, but I, I know he probably, I don't even know if he was eight. So they were yeah. pretty little and they learned that whole it just, it just kept on growing and growing. I had, I, on my, my, um, I made it myself. I just kind of did the, made it fun, the print, you know, a little bit, not humongous, but a little bit bigger. And we would learn, you know, a, ver a couple verses at a time. And I just realized that 
they are thriving on this. They love it. And we can keep going. And I just was like, I want to see where this goes. And they did, you guys. They learned it yeah. with motions. And we weren't singing it, but, you know, it was a kind of um, rhythmic, I guess mm-hmm. you'd say, on the way they memorized it. And um, they've had opportunities to do it in front, in front of congregations even because they were so young and memorized all of Psalm 34. You know, people were just amazed. And so we've done a few others that way. But that's, I just want to encourage you guys, don't put the limits on. You know, when you see that your children are thriving with an area or, or a way of doing it, go with it. I'm sure not every child is going to be the same. There might be some children that, you know, do enjoy the writing it down over and over and over and, and getting to maybe show daddy when they get home what they memorized, you know. But I, I would encourage you to find some portion that you can do as a family unit because it's just, it's powerful and it's beautiful. Um, and, you know, God just can be glorified through all of that. Hi, friends. I just wanted to take a quick break to let you know that an awesome way you can support the show is by getting a free audiobook. Audible has loads of audiobooks to choose from. My husband, Cameron, just got an audio Bible through Audible. It's normally $45, but you could get it for free when you go to audibletrial.com disciples. Michelle had mentioned playing scripture CDs when her son was in the womb and as a baby, and I just love that idea. And you could have access to the whole Bible by getting it for free on Audible. I would love to have more time for reading in my day, but as you know, it's hard to get it when you have kiddos. <laughs> Audiobooks are a great way to read more books while you're doing dishes or folding laundry. Is there a book you've been wanting to read? Head over to audibletrial.com slash disciples and get it for free. And thanks for supporting the show. I love what you were saying. And this is so important. I think that the idea of the time, um, just giving your children the time, (laughs) because you're right. Sometimes we can just be so crazy and busy and then we're not actually having that intentional time. And then having the routine of every day kind of we have these you know we're open to how the holy spirit's guiding us but we have these kind of pillars that we do every day um and then just um not holding your children back in a way just like seeing how they take to things and like you said being able to memorize that whole psalm um was beautiful just by adding a little bit you know every every week or however you did it Mm um and i'm also feeling so encouraged with um, my daughter with what you're saying about, um, you know, coming up with like a little song or rhythmic way to say it and motions and how helpful that is. Because I think of how my daughter, um, can have, you know, songs that she hears on the radio (laughs) memorized or the songs that we do at library time memorized. And, um, it's amazing how quickly she does that. And, um, you're right. I think there's something about having just kind of a music or a rhythm to it and motions with it that help, especially with the younger ones, with um, keeping something um, in their memory. I, I really love that. Yes. Um, do you have any recommendations for moms that are listening to this and thinking like, okay, I want to get started, but I, I don't even really know you know what verse to choose or yes um i mean now online it's just endless resources but one of the ones that i really enjoyed is um scriptures a through z um i think abeka has a version um there's a few different versions of if i'm sure if you just googled it googled it you would find it that is quite a bit to start out with but they're simple you know each one is very very simple so you can that would be a place to start for sure. And it gives a good variety of establishment, you know, through different areas of the word of God. And it, and it's more prone. I think it's more geared to, to what would be, um, good discipleship training at a, for the early stages, you know, some of the basics. That's beautiful. I love that. That's really helpful. Um, and then I wanted to go back and ask you about something you mentioned, uh, a little bit earlier, um, about, how you really felt a call to mission. So this is kind of going back uh, from scripture memory a little bit. (laughs) You were saying that you felt this call to mission. And even after you married your husband, you felt this call to mission. Yes. Um, But then your heart was softened, you know, over time, maybe even over years. Um, What is, 
what is that like for you? Could you speak to women that are maybe still feeling that um, call to mission and are kind of yes, you know, I, at a you're loss gonna make there? me cry. Okay, you guys, I did. I struggled with it for a long time. I and here's the thing too. It de- it depends on um, you know. I believe the husband is is the head of the home, and it's for a reason. And I I know my husband hears from the Lord, and I trust him. Um, so you know, with that leading. I, I had to, I would just kind of do that a lot. I would say, well, Jared's, this is what Jared is thinking we're supposed to be doing. So I just need to be okay with that. But inside I still struggled because I, I really didn't want to live just a regular American life. And, um, so I would kind of go through seasons where I would really start to question, you know, the Lord, like why, and it wasn't until, I mean, it was years, you guys, before I really got free from it. And then a few years after that, um, because we came from this, the, the school that we came from has a ministry. And so we would get to go to their conferences and different things. Well, one year I went to a conference and um, the, the head of that ministry had different ones that had come from that school get up on the stage. And she was kind of going through the different ones and what they were doing. And she talked about um, the impact of our family. And what it has meant to so many people mm. that um, to be willing to have children, to be willing to have, be surrendered in an area and have a larger family. And I had no idea, you know, because she talked about, you know, the, the wisdom that God has, you know, and, and the timing, trusting his timing. And it was almost like um, the Lord just really was speaking the timing like there's a timing and there's a, there's a reason that I'm in this season right now and he is using it. And I, I know that, you know, he, I know that he, um, is in it. You know, I mean, I know that he called me into this marriage and I know that each child is, has purpose. And I, I've had words even spoken about, um, these children are going to be able to do so much more than I could have ever done. And I am beginning because my children, like, you know, they're getting a little bit older. My oldest is 11 and every single one of them is passionate about the nations. Every single one of them prays, you know, for different nations. They, they want to go to different nations. Actually, my oldest, when he was five, he really had it in his heart to go. Um, there was an, uh, there was a group going to um, Honduras and he was five, you guys. And he wanted to go to Honduras. And because I don't want to quench anything, <laughs> I was like, well, if, if you, you need to pray about, you're going to have to pray that in, you know, you're going to have to pray that God will make a way for you and, you know, for the finances. And he had faith and he said he wanted to do a lemonade stand and he raised above and beyond what he needed and helped some other team members out. And he went at five years old with his dad on his first missions trip. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So my husband has been on a few trips. Um, we've had some opportunity to go with my daughter and we're still believing for that. I, I think I'm personally, this is a side note, but I think I kind of missed it. I thought that my baby was too little at the time, even though my husband was at peace with it. I was like, Oh, we'll we'll just go next year. And then I was the due date for the next baby was during that time. So we're still believing for that open door for her. Right. Um, and I, and, and that's the thing as I'm at rest now, I, I think I really am at peace because I have seen it over and over um, that God's timing really is best. And I just need to trust him in that. He, he gave me that desire and I, and that call for a purpose and it has definitely been imparted to my children and multiplied in them. And I really believe each one of them, you know, has a call in different areas. And then, um, I, I still have, um, in my heart, I believe we will go as a family sometime. But rationally, I look at it and I think, you know, why, why would we go whenever it would cost? Because the cost, you know, just to send out this many people when you can send out one that could go so much longer or whatever. But it doesn't, I don't think that matters before the Lord because now that they are starting to be, um, you know, begin to minister in and of themselves, I can see the fruit of it now. You know, I can see the purpose and why God would want a family to go you know, and how much more of an impact they can make, you know, on, in and out of themselves even. And if that makes sense, like, because we are, we are asked to go sometimes and minister at different conferences or different things. And we do it as a family unit. It's not just me doing it. You know, we're doing it as a family. So, um, 
I, I can definitely see that that word is going to come to pass, that it's in his timing. And if you strive and you try and force um, things, I think you're going to miss, you're going to miss a lot. And it may, it may bring more harm to your family than good. So I think it, it really is, um, when it comes all down to it, it's trust. It's really just trusting him that he's got you in this season for a purpose. And there can be so many levels of it. You know, it can maybe for your own discipleship, you know, your own areas that need to be strengthened. And then that impact is going to be so much greater than where you were, you know, a few years ago, because it is really a laying down of your life, you know, and, um, sacrificing a lot of yourself to be willing to serve these babies, these children that he's given you and learning to, you know, minister to them 24 seven. It's 24 seven. It is. So that would be my encouragement is I can, I guess I have a little bit wisdom in that because I can look back upon it now. You know, it's been several years for me now. You know, he's, um, he's 11. So I have, I have 11 years to look back on and I right. can see the impact. And, and like I said, even from that time that it was, you know, it, we were up and it was spoken over. I never would have imagined. I would have never imagined that God would have used it in that way. Or I would have ha- had an impact in that way while I was just at home. What is your ministry called? Changing diapers and something. Diapers and disciples. Yes. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, you can't comprehend, you know, all that's in the works through all that time. But, you know, if your life is surrendered, you're going to be shining regardless where you're at. That's that's beautiful. I think this is going to be such an encouragement to the women listening. I know it's such a gift for me to hear that. Um, something else that you said that has is really resonating with me is um, your, seeing your children's own gifts and passions come out and then just kind of fostering that in them and allowing them to pray for different nations and, you know, whatever their gifts are, just kind of fostering that and being open to um, how God is going to be uh, using them in the future. And um, it's that's beautiful. I love that. Yes. Um, so, Michelle, what would you say is your favorite part of your home and why? Oh, boy. I forgot to think about that one. <laughs> oh, that's okay. <laughs> um, oh my goodness, I have to think about it. Well, I don't write what's coming to me right away is outside. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. I don't know if I can count or not. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I've had other people say that as well. Okay. So, <laughs> um, yes, for me, once I walk outside, I feel like all this stuff in here, you know, is just gone and not consuming me at that time. And we, we are blessed. We're out in the country. Um, so yes, for me just to step outside, I can enjoy my children to a completely different level than when I'm in here, you know, kind of, I feel like I'm on them a lot, you know, mm-hmm. don't take that in there. You, go put that back. You know, you need to quick clean up and just, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I think you're onto something there because then, um, you know, when you don't see all the you know, household tasks that need to be done as well. It's, you're able to be more present. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. Um, And what would you say is something you're loving recently? For us, um, there was a, we had been traveling two hours to the church that we were going to for, for like six years. Um, But then there was a need. And cause we would, we would think about it every so often. We're like, okay, God, we're here. We're still like here, you know, what, what do you have for us? But he would never open the door or lead us to anything else. Um, and then there was a need that came up in a church about a little over half an hour from us. And um, so we said, yes, Lord. And we didn't know what we were going to be doing or what the expectation was. We were just willing to help, you know, even if it was just us being there, you know, to support. Mm-hmm. Um, but pretty quickly, there was a need for on the worship team. And again, like I had said before, I really, really... Um, want us to do things as a family. Like I, I'm not homeschooling and all this, you know, without purpose or reason. Like I really believe that uh, this is my season to pour into them and I don't want to get caught up or too busy and outside ministries, you know, or things that would, you know, make it unbalanced. You know, I'm not saying that you can't, I'm, you know, like I said before, God requires different things, but that's just for me. I want to do things as a family. And 
guys, I am so, we are so blessed. This church is on the same page. There was just complete liberty and freedom. We are doing, we are the worship team. My family is a worship team with 11 year old, oh, beautiful. A year old <laughs> almost nine year old, um, seven year old and five year old, the three year old and the baby obviously aren't, um, but they practice with us, you know, they pray with us. It makes it a priority. So that's kind of what we're in right now. And I'm really, we're really enjoying that. And daddy's doing it too. So it is, it incorporate, you know, includes the whole family and it's been neat to see, you know, them just be excited about that and be believing with us for that and being ready to minister, you know, through worship and everything. It's been a lot of fun. And I know God's going to strengthen them, you know, because they had some of them had some training with guitar and piano, but not to the level to be able to really flow with uh, a team. But he, they're all learning, you know, some are learning drums, um, or even the harmonica, some will play. There's things they can do. <laughs> and like sometimes, you know, the Lord, like when we're practicing, um, even one of the little ones, you'll hear their little voice. You're like, wow, you know, God's really using that. They're, that that would be neat to have them come in. So. Yes, it's been a lot of fun just to figure it out, you know, and how to use uh, use us as a family unit in that way. Mm, that's so fun. I love that. I love um, um, I can what you were saying about your husband being a part of it as well. I, I know my husband's in a similar situation where he works during the day. Yes. And um, those times when it's all of us together as a family are just so crucial and so cherished yes. and to be able to do something like that together as a family is is beautiful yes. that's so fun um it makes, it and so then my, it makes you lay everything you have to you don't have a choice you have to lay everything else down and you have to fit it in yes mm -hmm. that's true that's great um so michelle my last question for you is do you have any mom hacks or something that's making your life a little simpler um Lower, lower your standard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, With regards to like cleanliness of your home yes. or like things to get done or. Yes, that it's very, 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 very hard. And you don't have to be a neat freak for it to be hard. I'm not a neat freak, but it's mm. still hard. Yeah. Um, find the balance in that. But you know, we know that these things are temporary and we know what is really of value, but it's hard to live. I, I mean, I'm still... Oh, constantly praying and asking the Lord to give me victory and help me in that area. Um, um, yes. How to make, you know, my husband calls it majors on the major on the majors. And you know, these things aren't the major, but yeah, you still gotta live in it, but you definitely, you have to, it's not worth losing your joy. Like that's, that's my theme is to fight for joy. Mm -hmm. Um, because that's, you know, what they're going to remember in you. And when you're, it's, it's all based on your attitude. So if you can't find it, it's going to bleed over into your family and then you're, it's not going to be fun, you know? So it's not worth it. You know what I mean? If you, if you can't have a certain room a certain way or keep the standard a certain way, it, it's better to get rid of the things or, you know, lower that standard than to lose your joy. That's great. I love that. That's such an encouragement. And it's good to hear that from other moms. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that. Thank you. Well, um, Michelle, thank you so much for coming on. It has been just a joy to chat with you. And I have received so much from this. And I know the women listening will have received so much from it. Thank you for, for sharing your life with us. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this time. Thank you for... Um, our beautiful children that you've blessed us with. Thank you for equipping us for this mission of motherhood that you've called us to. Jesus, we entrust our lives to you. We entrust our children to you. And we pray, Lord, that you would speak to us and that we would be open, have open hearts um, to hear you and to know your voice and to respond to you. And Jesus, just give us the, the courage to choose joy, and to fight for joy today. We love you, Lord, and we pray all this in your holy name, Jesus. Amen. Hi, friends. Thanks for joining me today. I just wanted to reiterate what Michelle 
was saying about asking the Lord to speak to you and to guide you in your day. He knows you, he created you, and if we ask him, we will become better at hearing his voice and responding to his promptings throughout the day. Friends, if you are interested in starting to memorize scripture with your kids, I'm going to link to some resources in the show notes, as well as a printout I put together for some verses you can memorize with your little ones. I'm going to be trying it out this week with my three-year-old, and I'd love it if you join me. You can check those out at diapersanddisciples.com. Until next week, you're in my prayers. God bless.